0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer global movement. And this is mornings with the Holy Spirit pressing in daily to the power and presence of of God. I want to remind you of the brand new book, Breaking the Miracle Barrier. My, 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 my. This is a revelation the Holy Spirit gave me about the sound of now. It's the sound of desperate faith that breaks the miracle barrier and causes Jesus to stop dead in his tracks to listen to you. It's full, packed, jam-packed with scripture. And if you need a miracle, Sid Roth said, if you need a miracle, if you're desperate for a miracle, this book, Breaking the Miracle Barrier, is the book for you. You can get that on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Listen, guys, we're in South Florida. We have a church. It's called Awakening House of Prayer. We have two opportunities for you to encounter God, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m., two different messages, two different worship encounters, and my, 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 it just keeps getting better each and every week. Amen. Join us. And if you're not in South Florida, you can watch the first service online at ahop.online. The second service is not streamed live because it is School of the Spirit at Ahop. So all of our School of the Spirit.tv courses, that's our second service. Hope to see you on Sunday because God is good and we love you. We want to minister to you. Today's devotion comes from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, Stop Confessing the Enemy's Lies. My, 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 my. Stop Confessing the Enemy's Lies. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I hear my people confessing rightly that the devil is a liar. Indeed, he is the father of lies and has been sinning from the beginning. You confess rightly, but you also confess his lies, says the spirit of God. Uh Uh-oh. My people repeat the deceitful whispers he speaks to their souls as if it's gospel truth. They dig in and take a stand on a lie clothed in fear. Confessing the devil is a liar is only lip service if you yield your mouth to the lies he whispers to your soul. Pay attention to your thought life, says the Lord. Catch the devil deploying his sneak attacks against your mind and cast his lies down quickly, says the Spirit of grace. Scripture references for today John eight forty four, Hebrews three verse one, and Psalm nineteen fourteen. Now the prayer starter and the decree from the devotional Father, thank you for your loving correction. Help me say about myself, my circumstances, my family, my finances, my life what you are saying about me. I decree my mouth lines up with the father of lights, not the father of lies. I declare my mouth shall not repeat the lies of the wicked one, but the truth of the loving one. In Jesus name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you today because you are truth personified. You embody all truth. You are truth. You cannot lie. You will not lie. You are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. You don't change your mind. There's no shifting shadow of turning in you. So we praise you this morning that you are truth, (laughs) that you are truth. Come on, we don't have to worry. We don't have to wonder ever, 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 ever if you're going to renege on your promises. We don't have to wonder if you're going to change your mind about us. We don't have to wonder because you're not a fickle God. You're not a double-minded God. So help us today, Lord, not to be double-minded, not to waver between two opinions. Would you help us, Lord, today to stand on your word, Word. The word that came from the spirit of the God who does not change. The word that came from the spirit that created all things. God, we can we can we can just sense your excitement as our faith rises this morning to believe your truth and to combat the devil's lies with the truth that does not change. The truth that is sharp enough to cut through the lies of the enemy, the truth that releases light in the darkness, the truth shattered. Father, help us this morning to be lovers of the truth. We want to be lovers of the truth. We want to pursue truth in all our ways, acknowledging you, seeking truth, understanding that truth is the higher ground. We give you praise and honor this morning, God, because you have rolled out truth in our midst. You've made it so plain in your scripture. You've given us such rich stories in your word, showing us the way, showing us what happens to those who do not pursue the truth. So Father, I'm just asking you right now, Lord, if if there be anything in us That does not agree with the truth. Lord, deliver us from the lies of the enemy. Lord, deliver us from the lies that we're believing. If we're believing a lie, God, deliver us from that lie. God, if we're believing something that is not true, something you did not say, something you did not tell us, if we've been deceived by a voice in the spirit, would you break that deception off our mind? Deliver us from the lies of the enemy, which take us down into a pit. Deliver us from the lie of depression. Deliver us from the lie of discouragement. Deliver us from the lie of lack Hey, Jesus, deliver us from the lie of lack. Deliver us from the lie of lack because you've created all things and you hold all things in your hand and you are the God of more than enough. Deliver us from the lie of lack. I don't know why the Holy Spirit has me on that. There must be a lot of people that are lacking something. Oh, Jesus, I see that, Lord. Some of you are lacking peace. There is no lack of peace in the kingdom. Some of you are lacking joy. There is no lack. Of joy in the kingdom, Jesus. Some of you are lacking wisdom. There is no lack of wisdom in the spirit, in the kingdom. Oh, in God's house, He'll pour it out liberally. Father, break that lie of lack off of our mind that causes us to withdraw instead of advance, that causes us to shrink back instead of run to the battle line. Help us, Lord, deal with this lack mentality that we have adopted because of whatever we were taught growing up. Forgive us, Lord. Help us, deliver us. We renounce this lack mentality. Come on. We renounce this lack mentality. We renounce this lack mentality. There's not enough love. There's not enough joy. There's not enough peace. There's not enough money. These are lies of the enemy. Oh, Jesus, you are more than enough. You are the God of more than enough. There is no lack in your kingdom. There is no lack in your presence. There is no lack in your economy. There is no lack in your treasury of healing power oh jesus there is no lack jesus would you help us today we break that lie called lack we break that lie called lack we will not live for with a scarcity mentality jesus we will not live we declare we decree we will not live with a scarcity mentality We will not let that mentality overtake our souls, causing us to compete with other people for something we're not even supposed to have. Just because we're scared, we might never get it. Oh, Jesus, we come against that lack mentality, that scarcity mentality. God, would you help us today to shift our mindset, deliver us from the lack mentality. Listen, the lack attack will never break as long as you have a lack mentality. The lack attack in your life, whether it's finances, relationships, whatever it is you're lacking, that you dwell on, that you feel sorry for yourself because of, that causes you to act all kind of weird ways... That lack attack is not going to break until you get rid of the lack mentality, the scarcity mindset. Oh, Jesus, I see this so clearly. What a breakthrough. We're on the verge of such a breakthrough. We are on the verge of such a breakthrough. If I could just get you to see what I see, if I could just get you to agree with what I see, the scarcity mentality, it's so subtle. Sometimes you can't even see it. It's a lie of the enemy. It was a seed that was planted in your heart. Maybe when you were a child, money doesn't grow on trees. No, it doesn't grow on trees, but God gave us the power to create wealth, to establish his covenant in the earth. Oh, the scarcity mentality, God, break it off of our minds. We don't want to walk around for another day wondering where our next fill in the blank is coming from, wondering if we're going to have have anything left for retirement, wondering, 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 and worrying because the wonder many times leads to worry. Oh Lord, would you help us not to let the wonder turn into worry, not to let the wondering and the reasoning turn into worry and fear. God, would you help us today? I break that scarcity mentality off of our minds in the name of Jesus. We come against that voice of scarcity, that voice of lack, that voice of not enough in Jesus name. I break the powers of this assignment to keep us walking in less than God's best that causes us to compete for resources that you would give us freely. If we would just trust your generous spirit, we thank you, God. There's no scarcity in your kingdom. We are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. This world is not our home. We are citizens of Of the kingdom of heaven. This world is not our home. We are sojourners. We are pilgrims in this earth. We are citizens of the kingdom of heaven in which there is no lack, in which there is no scarcity. In which there is more than enough for everybody all the time. So I break that scarcity mindset in Jesus' name. Don't wonder where you're going to get the money. God's going to give you the money. Just trust Him, believe Him. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. But when we believe Him, all things are possible to Him who believes. All things are possible to Him who believes. We serve the God of all things, not the God of lack, not the God of just barely getting by, not the the God of I don't have it for you. Sorry, honey. We serve the God of more than enough. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you today. We're shifting now. We're shifting now. God, help us shift now. Help us shift now. Help us shift now. Help us shift now. Give us a new vista. Give us a new perspective. Give us a new understanding that we serve a God of abundance. <laughs> we serve a God of abundance. Help us, Lord, to flip this script where we once saw lack, we will see abundance. There's more than enough. Lord, give us the more than enough mindset. We want that. We will press into that. We will do the work it takes to renew our mind's to that. But God, right now, would you just fill us with such an inspiration? Would you just spark a fire in us to pursue this revelation until it so thoroughly renews our mind that we never fear lack again, that we never fear scarcity again, that we never wonder and worry and reason and fear, but that we are confident and assured that there is more than enough. God, help us to adopt an abundance mindset so we don't compete with people for things that we don't even need just because we think one day we might need them. We don't need to take more than we need. You remember back in the Bible days, in the days of Moses, when there was no food in the wilderness and the Israelites complained and God told them, I'm going to let manna fall from the sky and I'm going to have quail in the evening. I'm going to let it come down upon you. Only take as much manna as you need for the day. God said, only take as much manna as you need for the day. God said, don't take more than you need because it will rot. It will become a stench. Just take what you need because I will supply day by day. I will supply meal by meal. I will supply moment by moment. You don't need to get greedy. You don't need to take more manna than you need because I am the God of more than enough and the supply that I give you will be generous. And there were some who just wouldn't trust God. There were some who just chose to gather way more than they needed. And the next day they woke up and it was all worms and maggots in the manna. They had taken a blessing and turned it into a curse because they were greedy. So father, help us. We don't want to walk in lack because lack brings all sorts of open doors for the enemy, we begin to get greedy, we begin to covet, we begin to cheat or lie or steal to get what you might not even want us to have. But your word tells us that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches in glory in Christ Jesus. You tell us in your word that you are our provided, Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. So Father, we will not strive for more than we need. We will trust you for what we need, knowing that you will give us actually more than we need so that we can give to others who don't have enough. Those who don't know you, those who don't have the faith that we have. Paul told us in Ephesians that we should work with our hands so that our needs will be met and so that we would have some left over to give to someone else who was less fortunate than us. So Father, help us adopt this abundant mindset, this abundance mindset Jesus said in John 10, 10, the enemy comes but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came to give you life in abundance to the full until it overflows. You've called us to live in the overflow. You've not called us to live in lack. The psalmist said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging bread. Father, we're not beggars. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we stand on your word of abundance. We're not going to live on barely getting by street. We're not going to live all of our days with having a scratch and claw just to make a living. That's not your will for us. That is not your will for us. You are our provider. Help us to trust you. Help us to grab hold of that abundance mindset. There's plenty for everyone all the time. There's plenty for everyone all the time. There's plenty for everyone all the time. There's enough for everyone. There's enough to go around. There's enough for the whole world to be fed. There's enough. I promise you there's enough. God is more than enough, so there must be enough. If God is more than enough, then he must be enough. He must have enough. If he's the God of more than enough, of course, there must be more than enough to go around. So, Father, we thank you this morning for this abundance mindset. Come on. We thank you this morning that you have confronted in our souls something that displeases you, the lack mentality that keeps us from receiving from you. Some of you don't feel worthy of certain things. It's not based on your feeling of worthiness. It's based on your position of righteousness. He is your father. He will provide for you. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. I decree that you live in the overflow. I decree we live in the overflow in Jesus' name. I decree an overflowing river of provision in your life. I decree more than enough in every area of your life. I decree that everything you put your hand to prospers. I decree that God does supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. And I decree he provides more than enough to sow into the lives of those who are less fortunate, to demonstrate the goodness and the glory of God. I thank you, Lord, today. I thank you, Lord, that the resources of heaven are available to us, and not just financially, but relationally, the peace. The, the. You will send us the godly friends. You will send us the divine connections. You will give us the peace that passes all understanding when we cast our cares upon you. You will heal our bodies when we are sick because that is who you are, and there's no lack of healing anointing. There is no lack of anything in the kingdom. So we thank you that we stand on this kingdom which cannot be shaken. We are citizens of a kingdom which cannot be shaken. This kingdom cannot be shaken. This kingdom cannot be shaken. And I thank you, Lord, that we will not hold back our seed because you give seed to the sower. And we will not hold back our seed where you tell us to sow it because you're trying to give us bread. We will not eat our seed or we will not have any bread in the next season. Help us, Lord, to stop eating our seed and then wondering why we have no bread. Oh, Jesus, help us, Lord, to stop eating our seed and wondering why we have no bread. God gives said seed to the sower and bread to the eater. The bread comes from the seed. So help us, Lord, not to eat our our bread, not to rob our own harvest from our own cells because we refuse to sow the seed that you told us to sow because of that lack mentality. I'll tell you the truth. The reason why I have abundance is because I learned these principles. I used to have a lack mentality. Amen. But I gave anyway. That's one thing I did. I don't know why. It was just the grace of God. So I release the grace of giving over you right now in Jesus' name. Come on, I released the grace of giving. There's a grace for giving. Did you know that? There's a grace for giving. And even when I was destitute on food stamps, living in poverty because of the different things that happened to me that were not my fault, put the enemy attacks trying to take me out before I ever got saved and bad things that happened to me, I found myself in a situation where I was destitute and I sowed anyway. Didn't sow much, but I sowed something. And it was the grace of giving on my life. I can't even take credit for it. I can't take credit for it. I'm not touching God's glory. I didn't have any reason to give. I didn't have to. I mean, I nobody can make you. So I release the grace for giving. If you want that, take it. If you're afraid to give, maybe maybe that the grace of God needs to cast that fear out of you. Grace is the power of God, and the favor of God. I, I thank you, Lord, for the grace of giving. The grace of giving. The grace of giving. I thank you, Lord. I release that grace of giving in Jesus' name. 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 Amen. Amen. Receive it. I know that's on my life. I want more grace to give more. Amen. I want more grace to give more. I want to be the biggest giver in my church. I don't think I am. We've got some big givers. We have a lot of people in our church that want to be the biggest givers in the church. Thank God. From that spirit of generosity, track with me now. Somebody's trying to steal your blessing. Someone's trying to steal your blessing right now. Don't let them don't engage with people that are taking you off on side conversations. They're trying to steal your blessing. That's a demonic strategy. I want to take this in the same vein of abundance, but some of you need some doors open and God's trying to open doors. God's trying to open doors for some of you. First, you have to see the door. If you can't see the door, you'll never open it. I travel all over the world and I'll be in certain hotels and I can't even find the, I can't find the door to the hotel room. The hotels are like a maze. Turn this way and I turn that way. I was in one hotel recently and we had to go through a door outside, across a bridge, over the, the ledge, over here and find the door. You got to find the door before you can open it. Amen. But Isaiah twenty-two, twenty-two. I don't think I've ever prayed this on the broadcast. Isaiah 22:22 22, 22. I will give him the key of the house of David the highest position in the royal court when he opens doors no one will be able to close them when he closes doors no one will be able to open them You have to be led by the spirit to use the Isaiah 22:22 22, 22 key the, this key will open doors God wants to open doors maybe the enemy is trying to keep shut This key will close doors that need to be closed, that the enemy may be trying to keep open in your life or that you may be trying to keep open. You don't have the courage to close it yourself. Have you ever been in a situation like that where you know you needed to close a door and you just couldn't bring yourself to do it and then finally the Lord and his mercy did it for you? Probably because you were praying in the spirit and you didn't know what you were praying. Are you following me this morning? If you're following, say amen. What he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. It's a key of authority in the spirit. It's a key of authority in the spirit. What he opens, no one can shut. What he shuts, no one can open. The message translation puts it this way We're going to pray through this. I'm trying to give you understanding have to be patient on the broadcast. We do things in order. We don't do things necessarily according to the way that you would like us to do them. We do them according to the way the Holy Spirit would like us to do them. The message translation says, open any door and keep it open. Lock any door and keep it locked. The passion translation says, the door he opens looses. Our doors, I like this, listen, our doors of revelation treasures favor and opportunity when he closes binds those doors no amount of human striving can open them some of you have been striving to open a door that god shut not because he doesn't like you not because he's trying to hold something good from you but because you're not supposed to go through that door so the key here is to discern what door God wants you to open because you take you. He has a will and a plan and a purpose for your life. You are on earth as his representative, his ambassador. He's given you authority in Jesus name. So when you use this key and command the door to open, you turn the key, command that door to open that he's told you to command open, it will open. This is how we got one of our facilities many years ago. It was through the Isaiah 22, 22 key. And, um, an apostle came down and brought his big old key and we did a prophetic act in the spirit. And just shortly after that, we landed in a new facility after looking for many years. And so this is real. This is real. You can't just open whatever door you want to open. It doesn't work that way. It's not up to you. It's up to him. It's up to you to discern what door he wants to open and what door he wants to close, get an agreement with him. And then you take authority in the earth. Does that make sense? You can't go around willy-nilly using this key. It won't work. It's a key of authority, but it's ha- it has to do with what he wills, not what you will. So if you just go around saying, well, I command this door for this job opportunity to open. If it's not God's will, it's not going to open. So this is not just something to be used lightly. Now there are certain things we know are God's will. Like we know abortion is not God's will. So we can close the door on that and keep closing the door. And with issues like that, what's happening is the enemy's got hordes of hell pushing against you, and you're trying to close it. He's trying to keep it open, and it's a battle. It's not a one-time thing. And the use of the Isaiah twenty-two twenty-two key is not always a one-time thing. There's a war in the spirit. You know that it's not. Most things we do are not a one-time, one-time thing. We've got to persist in prayer. So let's use this Isaiah twenty-two twenty-two key. I like this translation. I know it's not a pure translation, this uh, passion translation, but it does give you the spirit of of what God wants to do. The door he opens are doors of revelation, treasures, favor, and opportunity. So let's open these doors because we know that's his will for you to have revelation. Paul said, a beloved, uh, you know, uh, 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 he would have us to have a spirit of wisdom, and revelation, and the knowledge of Christ, treasures, God says he'll give us the treasures hidden in dark places. And that's in Isaiah favor. We know that's his will opportunity. We know that's his will. And that's a season of, uh, we are in a season of unprecedented opportunity. So let's pray through those and see where, where this takes us. Okay. Can you get an agreement with me and not have all your side conversations while I'm praying? I'd appreciate that. Amen. You can chat later right now. We're trying to do something in the spirit. Amen. You're ready. So father, the name of Jesus, we thank you for this Isaiah twenty two twenty two 22 key. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us authority in the earth. We are your ambassadors, your ministers on the earth. And Father, we use that Isaiah twenty two twenty two 22 key to open doors of revelation, wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. We ask you, Lord. As we turn this key, this Isaiah 22, 22 key, Lord, let your revelation flow like a river into our lives. God, we need revelation every minute of every day, wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ, but also wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of our life, wisdom and revelation with regard to our family, wisdom and revelation in the workplace, wisdom and revelation in realms of our finances, wisdom and revelation for situations and circumstances that we face that are very difficult for us to wade through and impossible for us to wade through without you. So we use that Isaiah 22:22 22, 22 key to open the doors of revelation. We use the Isaiah 22:22 22, 22 key to open the doors of treasures. Father, you said in your word that you've given us the power to create wealth. And maybe we need a witty invention. Maybe we need a new strategy to access the treasures that you want us to have to advance your kingdom in the earth. God, we open the door to treasures, treasures old and treasures new, as it says in the New, Te- in the new Testament treasures old and treasures new. God, we use the Isaiah 22, 22 key to open the door of favor in our life. God, you want us to walk in consistent favor. Your favor can surround us like a shield. If we can just believe you, we can have favor with God and man. Jesus grew in favor with God and man. We can grow in favor with God and man because Jesus grew in favor with God and man. So we can grow in favor with God and man. So Lord, we use this Isaiah 22 Two twenty-two key to open the door of favor in our lives and lord we know your favor rests upon us much more than we realize but give us the courage to act on the favor that we know we have give us the courage to ask somebody for what it is that we think you want us to have that they can open the door for let me stop here and tell you just a, a 30 second story I caught on to this many years ago, and, uh, I was in a, I was in a meeting with Charisma Magazine's board, uh, board of the book, the book department. And they said, we want someone to write this spiritual devotional. We want someone to write this devotional full of prophetic words from the Holy Spirit, but we haven't found anybody to write it yet. And they named this famous preacher and that famous preacher, and we didn't, they didn't want to take it on. And I said, that's interesting. And I knew when they said that, that was my book. I knew when they said that that God favored me for that book, but the decision maker wasn't in the room. I prayed, and I said, Lord, I want this book. I feel like you've put it on my heart. this is my book, this devotional, I want to write it lord help me lord to 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 run into the person who makes the decisions. I pushed the button on the elevator. The elevator door opens and the decision maker is in the elevator. The one who has the authority, the one who has the key to open the door to allow me to write this devotional is in the elevator. Now, if I didn't have confidence in the favor of God in my life, if I didn't have confidence in the door of opportunity, if I didn't have that door of revelation that showed me this is God's will for me, I wouldn't have asked. But you know what I did? I said, I said, Tessie, I said, I'd like to write that book. She said, Okay. And just a few days later, I had a contract on that book. And you know what that book was? You know what that book was? You know what that book was? Mornings with the Holy Spirit, which actually revolutionized my entire ministry. It took me into nations I'd never been before through prayer. It opened up my prayer life in such a way. And you see the fruit of it right now. Yes, you see the fruit of it right now. Me recognizing that door of revelation, the door of the treasures, the door of favor and the door of opportunity and having the courage to ask somebody who was the gatekeeper, to ask somebody who held the key in their hands to open this door for me. See, sometimes other people have the key. You don't have the key, but God can lead you to the one who has the key. Mornings with the Holy Spirit, that was 2012 and the book came out in 2014 and it changed the course of my ministry. And this broadcast is the fruit of that. And you all are partakers of that. So Father, we ask you, we use the Isaiah twenty two twenty two key to open doors of favor, and we use the Isaiah 22, 22 key to open doors of opportunity. And we use the Isaiah 22, 22 key to shut the door on the devil. We use the key of Isaiah twenty two twenty two 22 to slam the door shut on the devil once and for all. And we know it's not a one-time use, God, we know we got to keep slamming the door shut on the devil. We use the Isaiah 22, 22 key to open divine connections. We turn the Isaiah 22, 22 key to open uh, wisdom and revelation. We use that key to open witty inventions for financial increase to advance your kingdom. Come on. We use that key in Jesus name. And we thank you Lord for this treasure hidden in scripture that shows us another key we can use. Another key with which we can bind and loose. Another key with which we can open and shut at your leading. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Today would be a good day to sow a seed, if you can, between the grace of of giving, between the lack mentality that we broke and the scarcity mindset that we broke and the abundance mindset that we're pressing into and the wisdom and revelation, this would be a good day to sow. And you all know that I don't press this. I always give you an opportunity sometime right before the broadcast, but today would be a good day to get a seed in your hand if you've got the faith for it and go ahead and sow a seed. This will be a good day to do it. You can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the cash app, which is dollar sign I I am Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the Facebook stars. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You know I don't usually tell you uh, anything about sewing until the very end of the broadcast when most of you are off. But when it's a good time to sew, I'll tell you it's a good time to sew. And right now is a good time to sew if your faith is high. You always want to sew when your faith is high, not when you're faithless, but when you're faithful. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer Leclaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. You want to send a check, you want to send a money order. Wherever you are in the world, you can use that P.O. Box. You can send a gift, you can send a thank you note to P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. And Father, I thank you for all these seeds sown today. And I ask you, Lord, to bring great increase in whatever area you want to bring it. It's not just financial increase we're after. Some people are after relational increase, wisdom, revelation. There's many things that we need to see abundance in. And Lord, you know, so we trust you to bring this harvest in the way that you want to bring the harvest. We trust you, God. We trust you, God. Sometimes we name our seed, uh, but today we're we're just giving you the full reign, as which we should always do, to bring the harvest in whatever area that you know we need it the most. In Jesus' name, we give you praise and honor and glory. We We love you, Lord. Thank you for the multiplication anointing on this seed in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Isn't that good? I love you guys. I'll see you later. Bless you. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today.